it's a stepping stone. We want to make sure we're continuing to do those things. And as you know, one of my favorite things to say is the number one reason why we stop succeeding is because we stop doing what made us successful in the first place. Exactly. Right. So we can't forget about, you know, what got us here. Um, it's tri tricky because what got us here might not necessarily get us there. But we That's cannot right. forget us, forget about what got us here because we have to build on that, build on that, not forget about that. So I had this fantastic phone call today with one of my longtime clients, and I just want to throw this out there. For all the people we get to work with, for all the clients over the years, thank you. Thank you for being inspiring and wonderful and allowing us to be a part of your life experience and the changes you make. And I mean that sincerely because, you know, this phone call I had with this client of mine today, it just reminded me how lucky we are and how inspiring it is every single day to get to work with people on changing their lives. So I just want to put that out there and say a big thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, no doubt the favorite part of my job is when I hear from clients and coaches email us with great news. I mean, that is why I do what I do. Um, that is why we yeah. do what we do. Um, so, yeah. All right. So you had this call. Yeah. And okay. So this client I've worked with a long time. He has made some incredible changes over the years. It's just been really beautiful, really wonderful to watch. I mean, really, he is kind of like a new man, like the newest, bestest version of himself. But we were talking today and he was like, you know, I'm not satisfied. I want to go further. I feel like I can feel better. I feel like I can do better, be better. And he has a very specific goal in mind. And I said, you know, we've, we've never seen that before, you and me. So what do you think it's going to take to get there? Who do you think you're going to have to be to get there? What do you think you'll have to change to get there? And he kind of paused and he was like, oh, it's a really good question. I'm not sure. And I said, well, let's start exploring that because it's going to take something different. <laughs> That's for sure. Right? Like we all know that saying, uh, you can't, you're not going to, you can't keep doing the same thing, expecting different outcomes. And, and that's kind of the point we're at. And so this opened up a conversation about how do we move forward from here? What do we do? Because we know he can't continue doing what he's doing or he'll just stay put. So that's where I'm going with this, Adam. Do you want to chime in at this point? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, I think it's interesting. Some, or, or, we, we start out on this journey of better health and fitness uh, in many ways uh, at a feeling of disgust. And disgust is a very powerful motivator, right? We're like, I need to change. I want to change. I have to change. And disgust can really propel us forward. And then mm. eventually, and ideally, we get to a point of contentment, right? Where it's like, I feel good. I'm happy. Um, you know, everything feels good. I like the way I feel. I like the way it look, which is awesome. That's what we want. Um, but then there comes the, uh, point of, you know, do I want to keep pushing forward? And, you know, to your point, it's like, if we do what we've always done, we'll continue to get the same outcome, which is wonderful. If you want maintenance, if you want to sustain where you're at. Um, but if you want to push forward and kind of, uh, get to the next level, and to me, that's the fun part is just, you know, getting to the next level. There's always another level. There's always a way to improve. Um, then we have to look at ourselves and say, hey, what can we change? What are we willing to change? What are we able to change in a comfortable way? Or I should say in yes. a sustainable way. Because you could yes. certainly change a lot of things, but it can get 
too, too, too much. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I love that you brought up the point of disgust because one of his counters to my discussion with him today was, well, I've changed so much already. I feel like I've been in constant and perpetual change. Here's a little secret. That's true always. (laughs) Right? Like we're never staying the same. But I got what he was saying. It was like, um, I've been working at this for so long. He but then he admitted in the same sentence, but I feel good. I'm I'm comfortable. And That's I was amazing. Like, I mean that that is amazing. I mean, that is what we want. That's again why we do what we do. Um so yeah, there is definitely it's tricky. Yeah. So then talking about that other side where it's like can we go for more? Should we go for more? Do we want to go for more? And I heard him saying, I want to. I want to achieve this new pinnacle of health for him, which really would be incredible. But it really boils down to like kind of getting into the nitty gritty and looking at things that could venture off into the unsustainable. So my homework for him this next week was to kind of take a look around and and see if he could spot some things. You know, I'll be looking too, but see if he could spot some things that's like, whoa, yeah, that could use some changing or that could use some consideration. And then we're going to come back together and we're going to talk about like, all right, but do you want to do that? Does that feel like too much? Is there a middle ground, right? And And start kind of this work again, because another one of his really interesting points was, you know, in the discussion of, well, I've been changing. Well, yeah, but that was created by this really intense momentum of working on a few particular things very intentionally. So let's talk more about that, Adam. What ideas do you have um, kind of to take things to the next level if we're in a place of contentment? Yeah. So I think first, you can always look at alcohol consumption. I think that's an easy way to just, you know, how many times a week, how many drinks are you having per week? Um, you know, are you happy with the amount you're drinking? Are you willing to maybe have less if you're drinking? Um, the way I like to view alcohol is it's an indulgence and there's nothing wrong with indulgences. As you guys know, my mantra, our philosophy is fit and happy, not fit and miserable. And if you enjoy a glass of wine or a drink, or whatever it might be, go for it. But I think a lot of people, um, don't think about, uh, the calories they drink as an indulgence and just think about mm. each drink you have is a donut. And there's nothing wrong with having donuts. I love donuts. But each drink you have is a donut. So think about it that way. Maybe you're willing to have a little less donuts um, each week. I think that's a great place to start. Easy place to start. Um, you know, perhaps you're having a drink or two during the week. Maybe you can skip that and save it for the weekend. I like it. Donut in a cup. And let's circle back to last week's video talking about adding in fun, right? Because I know like maybe one or two drinks a week or three or four or whatever it is might be part of the fun you're having. So there's opportunity there to swap something out and have fun in a different way, right? Like we're always looking for it fine. Like that's serving us in one way, but if we remove that, we got to fill that place with something else. So just bringing that reminder back, tag some fun in place of that donut in a cup. (laughs) Yes. And then if we want to keep going, was, you know, I think the next thing is obviously food consumption. And I think a, a good place to start with food consumption is snacks. A, look at snacks. Are you snacking more than usual? Um, are you snacking in general um, after dinner uh, in the afternoon? I think that's, that's an easy place to start. There's usually some room for improvement around there. 
Yeah, for sure. And this client, you know, over the years, that's a place we've had to look at a lot, particularly in the after dinner hours. And even today, we talked about it as one possible avenue to explore. And I was like, listen, you know, this is serving you in, a, in frankly, a way that we haven't found a better option. But I think there's still room to improve upon it. And so kind of in that scale of extreme discomfort and what you're willing to do and like doing nothing different, we kind of met in the middle and I said, what if we plan ahead for that snack? Which, listen, I mean, that's not rocket science, but it's, some, it's, it's something we haven't explored. And so that, that in particular, that suggestion is something that came up today. <coughs> yeah, just to be clear, I don't think any of this is rocket science. And I think that's why it's so effective. Often, you know, <laughs> the best advice sounds like common sense, but it's not common practice. And you right. know, there is a lot of, you know, nodding our head that sounds good, but as we know, knowing what to do and actually doing it is different. So, you know, um, I think any advice that sounds like rocket science is advice I don't want because it's not actually practical. So anyway, um, I think snacks is a great place to look at. I think also really getting dialing down on the hunger scale, right? Like how are you feeling when you're eating, when you're done eating, really paying attention to that, um, and I think one of the best ways to do that is to really practice eating slowly. It's so easy to forget that, especially, you know, for uh, people in, you know, with kids and we're like in the newness of the school year and just kind of still settling in, at least I am, um, just like with all these practices and stuff, like sometimes just, I feel like I'm just eating very quickly. Um, so really get back to those fundamentals of really paying attention to how you feel as you're eating. Make sure you're eating slowly. You know, my two favorite ways are taking sips of water between bites of food and putting utensils down between bites of food. But just really get back to that. Really, you know, pay attention to how you're feeling because one of the easiest ways to eat less is to just eat slower. Definitely. And if you think about this kind of big picture reframe is like that's a new version of yourself, right? Like you got to bring that new version, that lighter version or more fit or leaner version of yourself to the table. That version of you eats slower. End of story. Yeah. So that, I mean, really, like if we want to be that version of ourselves, then we want to learn to eat more slowly. Yeah. Um, and then you can ask yourself, you know, what is the highest calorie food you eat, uh, you know, when you indulge? Is there a way to compromise? Is there a way to eat less of it? Is there a way to... Uh, you know, replace that. Um, it could be, you know, for some people they're having, you know, a handful, a quote unquote handful of nuts every day. Like that's a big opportunity for improvement. If, if it's only a handful, great, but a handful for many people can easily become a few handfuls, which is a few hundred calories. Right. And, you know, if we eat it slowly, all we need is a handful. Right. So mm -hmm. that's, I think one of those things is, is to pay attention to one of those areas where, you know, it's very easy to overeat and rationalize to ourselves like, oh, well, it's healthy, but you're eating a lot. Um, I'll never forget the client I had, you know, he ate really, really well, really, really nutritiously and he couldn't lose weight. And like, I was like so excited to work with this guy because like to me, that's my favorite. It's like, all right, there's definitely a reason why you're not losing weight. Our body never lies. Um, and like this was before he started. And then, you know, he's like, I've tried everything. Nothing works. Within the first week, it was like, dude, it was very clear why he wasn't losing weight. So he was telling me he was eating hummus with his uh, lunch every day. I'm like, oh, it's great. You know, it's a great nutritious, you know, addition. Um, and I'm like, just curious, how much hummus are you eating? Turns out he was eating an entire tub of hummus 
an entire tub of hummus with every lunch she was having. That's like, I don't know, at least a thousand plus calories a day. Right. And like, you know, he was enjoying a glass of wine a day. And I'm like, I don't think it's that like, that's not that. And it turned out as soon as we reduced the level of, or the amount of hummus he was eating, he was on his way. Um, so sometimes we don't realize how much we're eating either. So another thing is try to take pictures of everything you eat. Um, I love being intentional. I love being mindful and snapping a photo of what we eat before we start eating is a great way to just check in with yourself. And it's a great way to share with your coach what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, kind of talking about this too, as the idea of like, reaching a sustainable, happy place, right? And then considering how do I get to that next level? At this point in time, I think a lot of people have built really solid habits, right? And so we're ready to kind of check out on those. But I always say to my clients, like, check back in. We need to challenge every habit, even the good ones. So taking those photos, checking back in on those high-density, nutritious foods, eating more slowly. These are habit checks, which we should ideally be running kind of regularly, right? Like we don't want to check out so much that like these beneficial habits become kind of the weight around our neck. Yeah. We can't build new habits and forget about the habits we created I, because, mm -hmm. you know, it, it drives me, I'll tell you what, it drives me crazy. You know, pet peeve of mine is like when people say it fell out of the habit, you don't fall out of the habit of brushing your teeth, right? It just wasn't a habit <laughs> yet. And I like to say with us and with our clients, we're a bit, you know, first we're practicing things, right? We're practicing these things we want our clients to do because we know they work, right? You practice it enough, it becomes a routine. If you do the routine enough, it becomes a habit. And, you know, I think sometimes what we try to do is we do the next thing and we forget about the first thing, right? We might forget about pausing and then we move on to the next thing, but like it's a stepping stone. We want to make sure we're continuing to do those things. And as you know, one of my favorite things to say is the number one reason why we stop succeeding is because... We stopped doing what made us successful in the first place. Exactly. Right. So we can't forget about, you know, what got us here. Um, it's tr tricky because what got us here might not necessarily get us there, but we That's cannot right. forget, us, <laughs> forget about what got us here because we have to build on that, build on that, not forget about that. That's right. And ideally you're practicing evolving your routines and habits, right? Because your body is changing. Your body is constantly changing. And I think that's kind of like something we don't think about like, oh, right. Like it's not just getting all these routines and habits in place and then forgetting it. No, what, what will keep us successful is continuing to check them and evolve them and build on them as needed. Right. I mean, this video could go on and on. I mean, there's other, you know, I'm telling think, you. Yeah. I mean, I think another <laughs> thing to ask yourself is, you know, just where is my discomfort today? Because as I always say, if we do what we've always done, we're going to, you know, it's going to feel comfortable. A, we're going to get the same results, but, and it's going to feel comfortable, right? We're just used to doing it. And if we do something differently, we're going to feel uncomfortable and uncomfortable isn't a bad thing. It just means we're doing something differently. And I think, it, you know, talk about reframes and things like that. Like it just means we're doing something differently. It's not a bad thing. It just means we're doing something differently. Um, so ask yourself, where is my discomfort going to be today? And where is my discomfort going to be, you know, this week, right? So I think each day we have, you know, areas for up, areas for discomfort. And I think maybe just on a grander scale each week, there might be a bigger thing where we could say, where is my discomfort going to be? Um, you know, for yeah. me lately, it's like, you know, my weekends are crazy busy with sports. And it's like, I don't necessarily feel like working out first thing in the morning, but I know I'm the best version of myself when I do. My discomfort is, you know, making sure I get to sleep early 
Um, and so I can wake up early and work out. Like that's not comfortable for me. I don't usually do that. Um, so that's my discomfort. Look at you. Look at you growing and evolving. Listen, we're all whips. We're all works in progress. Um, another acronym for you. I love you. it. Um, I love it. I'm writing it down. Um, so discomfort. Um, and then, you know, I always like to think, like we talk about discomfort, on a scale of zero to 100, how uncomfortable are these changes you're willing and able to make, right? Think about that. And I think if we can kind of label it, we say, you know what? It's actually not that bad. Maybe I can eat a little less or maybe I can eat a little slower. or Maybe I can try skipping this snack. Like it's not all that uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So I think that's another thing. And then last thing I think is um, perhaps movement, you know, exercise. Um, you know, movement to me I think is one of those uh, cascading behaviors. It's a keystone habit. For many of us, when we exercise, uh, we feel good. And then because we feel good, we want to you know, feed ourselves nutritious food. Um, on the flip side, there is what's known as moral licensing, where it's if you do good in one area, you allow yourself to indulge or do bad in another area. So just be careful because for some people, they're using exercise um, as a reward to indulge. Ideally, exercise is the reward in and of itself. Um, right. And if you feel the need to reward yourself at exercise, then I would encourage you for weight loss purposes, scale back your exercise so you truly enjoy it um, and don't use food as a reward. It's smart. It's smart. All right. What else? Anything else we want to leave them with, Adam? You know, just another thing I've been thinking about lately is just like, I think in a world where we can get whatever we want, whenever we want, I think if you're always saying yes to that, um, you start to feel, um, you start to feel an autopilot. You start to feel like you're not feeling alive, right? I, I talk with a lot of people and a lot of clients where they feel that way. And it's just, if you're if you're just always indulging yourself, if you're always saying yes, um, I, I think you start to feel that, and I think you start you will feel more alive. Um, talk about another reframe of like embracing discomfort and seeking discomfort out. I think when you embrace and seek discomfort out, it does make you feel alive. Um, it makes you feel. Um, you know, it just, it, 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 you're on a different, you know, um, I don't know. You just feel better. I think, um, because if you're always saying yes, then I, I don't, I think ultimately you wind up, you know, you're just numbing yourself out and, uh, you know, you don't feel alive. You feel like you're an autopilot. So maybe think about it that way. The more you say no to yourself, the more you're actually saying yes to yourself in a good way. Um, so maybe that will be a helpful reframe as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think it's that idea of you can't know, and we talked about this, you can't know good without the bad. You can't know light without the dark, right? So if we're all just feeling that one kind of numbing version of things, it isn't quite living. I yeah. agree. Discomfort agree. makes us feel alive in a way. Um, <laughs> you know. On the right. coals. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this video. Um, I'm excited for you guys to uh, decide with your coach what you're going to, you know, focus on. And, um, you know, this is just the next step in your, you know, evolution. We're all kind of evolving as people, right? And that's exciting, you know, and, uh, you know, think of it that way. Absolutely. All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Take care.